Happy Thursday. We're back. It's been, we were just saying that it's been a, a month. Lot. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Summer's a little bit difficult to get everything together. So we are back and we're excited. Um, we have some interesting things to discuss today. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, great show. So um, happy back to school for those parents who have had kids. Who started either today or last week? Our kids actually started this week. No, our today. kids started today. Um, and I wasn't ready for sure. I'm, I'm not a fan of starting having kids. I feel like I started. I don't know, mm -hmm. but I'm not a fan of the kids starting mid-August. I think it's too early. That's my personal opinion. But I, why don't you write a letter to the superintendent? Superintendent. Okay, I'll do that. Um, like I said, I, I realize I, I didn't start school myself, but it sure feels like it. I think I went to Eric's 10 times yesterday. I was on my way to Staples to buy Eli some binder that we didn't get. And then Eric, I called Eric and he bought it. So, you know, that's the life of getting your kids ready um, to school. So um, I was traveling all week um, or at the beginning of the week. So Eric really, I think, took the brunt mm -hmm. of back to school this year, which was kind of nice because I feel like I usually take the brunt, so it was a little bit of a yeah, it was switcheroo. Stressful. <clears throat> it was stressful. Um, but we did have a, a divide and conquer mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, this is where not hating each other um, really helps because the whole thing is just really overwhelming. I don't know. We've just sort of... <laughs> you sure are talking about you were being overwhelmed a lot <laughs> when you didn't go to school. Just FYI. <clears throat> it was the case. Okay, but, right. Right. But man, you sure are... <laughs> Feeling their angst. Well, <laughs> I, I do feel their angst. That is another thing. Yeah. Well, like, you, but but you want to talk about feeling angst. Oh, right. <clears throat> so you were out of town, conveniently, and I had to uh, handle <laughs> uh, eighth grade schedule pickup and be back in junior high, um, which is really, I mean, those are my peak years. For I mean, sure. I, it was eighth grade at Westwood Junior High. I mean, go Warriors. It was awesome. Uh, you know, just band and acne and it was, it was kick ass. But so Eli, uh, goes to Park Hill and we, and I went and did schedule pickup. You, uh, you helped by putting in some emails beforehand because we had this issue with, uh, Eli continuing with band. So yes. Eli has been playing, uh, uh, uh French, French horn. horn since sixth grade and, um, he has wanted to quit playing French horn si since sixth grade, but, um, we've kind of, you know, said you're going to keep playing. And I don't think he brought his French horn home one time in the two years that he played it. Well, does, do you know, I mean, does, do you guys know what a French horn is? Because I didn't. Okay. Before. Well, let, let me, let me take you back a couple years and let me explain why he's playing French horn. So, um, this was, uh, so when you, when you have a kid who's ready to be in band, 
you take them to this to the cafeteria at the school, right? And they and they've got little, <laughs> they've got stations set up all over. So you go to all the different stations and you practice an instrument. So to decide to which, decide what you're going to play, right? And they have they have band instructors and private lesson teachers set up at all the stations. So it's Eli's time to go, and he's with Stephanie that weekend. So I'm like, okay, listen, listen. I've been in band before, proud of it, proud clarinet player, okay? So I said to Stephanie, it doesn't really matter what he plays. All that matters is that it's lightweight. I, you didn't say I that. Di oh my God, I said it at least 15 times. Okay. So I said, I said, this is the instrument he's gonna play, trumpet. You did not. Oh my God, Stephanie. <laughs> We're going to have to agree to disagree. Okay, so the point is, I picked... The point is, and the point is, at each individual station, these band instructors, they want people to play their instrument. So they're going to be like, oh, he's got the perfect embouchure to play French horn or trombone or other equally huge instrument that nobody else plays. So... Yes, there you go. There's the French horn. That's the French horn. Thanks, so, Ziggy. So we get home. Oh <laughs> Get home, yeah, we get home that day. I'm like, Eli, you so excited to play trumpet? Well, no, because the French horn player said I had a great embouchure to play French horn, and Mommy said that's what I'm gonna play. I feel like you're really like carrying a lot <sighs> of like frustration. I didn't realize. Okay, so it's my fault. Yes, it's your We're fault. We're playing the blame game here, yeah. and apparently it's my fault, so fine. So anyway, that was a little diversion. Yes. Eli's wanted to quit band for a long time, and I've, not because he's good at French horn. In fact, he was, if usually there were six seats, uh, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. He always hovered between fourth and sixth. <laughs> um, we were excited, I think, the one time where he maybe got to third for a day and then didn't practice for two weeks and went back down to sixth. To be six. clear, I did not. I mean, I'm not trying to be like the cool parent, but I did not care. Yes, we know. So, <laughs> so when it came time for... Uh, you know, he's, he's done with sixth grade, time to go to junior high. And I was the one who said, like, stick with it for one more year. Let's, let's just see how it goes. I want him to play. I want him to stay in the band for a couple of reasons. I knew he's not going to be a professional French horn player. He, he would tell you he sucked at it. But I think you get something out of sticking with something and just being able to say, hey, I stuck with it for a while. I don't think, oh, okay. Let me finish, okay, okay. let me finish, you can disagree. Okay. Uh, and also, you know, sixth grade is a tough time with friends and people seventh start, grade. seventh grade, people start acting weird in junior high. And by and large, the band crowd, that's a good group of kids. Those are, those are nice kids for the most part. And I thought it would be great, you know, Eli's gonna play football and be with the, the sports kids and like maybe he could be with the band kids too. Maybe kind of float in both groups. Um, those turned out to not be really good arguments for staying in band, um, at least not with you. So I tried to be supportive. <laughs> you did. I really did. did. I tr I said, Daddy wants you to stay. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's always really helpful when you say Daddy wants you. <laughs> no, to No, I'm this. kidding. I didn't. I said we really do. But then, then I was thinking. Well, then he has to take these other classes, and to motivate him to do it over the summer is going to be a real pain. So it was for selfish reasons. Anyway, you gave in. At, at like, the end of the day, it was a it was a uh, it was a fight not worth fighting. Right. Um, there are other things that I will I will fight for, but this was yeah. If he didn't want to play it, and 
you weren't going to support it and he sucks at it anyway. I'm like, just let okay. it go. So All right. That's our French horn. Yes, story. there you go. Yeah. So more sort of divide and conquering um, as, you know, a divorced couple and how we sort of handled things like back to school shopping. So I think we did pretty well this year. Mm -hmm. um, can, but can I say something about that? We had to do more back to school shopping this year than usual because the kids' clothes literally disappeared. Well, right. I think we talk about this. Oh, is that a bullet point? But it's okay. okay. No, 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 no. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's fine. They do. They disappear. It's, it's and it's not, a, it's not a, because uh, we do this a lot. I'll, I'll get on the phone with Stephanie or I'll text her, hey, do you have this green vineyard vine shirt? Uh, no, I don't have it. Um, well, can you look and just check? And sometimes, 50% <laughs> of the time, once you check, it's there. Um, but 50% of the time, it's just disappeared. And I don't know if he, you know, went to camp and... Gave, gave away all of his Vineyard Vine <laughs> shirts or just doesn't, you know, know he's I like Jeffrey Epstein and decides he's going to wear a shirt once and then throw it away. Right. I'm sure that um, was it. It probably was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Timely uh -huh. reference. Good for you. Um, but anyway, he, yeah. it, we, he, we need to do a lot of shopping very quickly. Um, and, Eli, and really it's easy because Eli doesn't care. Mm -hmm. um, and we both seem to be better at satisfying you know, me with Sadie, you with Eli, as far as what they're wearing. Also, I feel like Sadie can get more out of me yeah. from a clothes mm -hmm. perspective. You also I've, get a discount at uh, Well, she gets Lululemon. it now, too. I know. I'm saying I don't get it. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, Which is bullshit, by the way. Sadie and I talked about that yesterday. That the guys don't get a discount? Yes. Why can't I get a discount? Well, you can if you go teach a fitness class. But that's not going to happen. So why you, can't you, you are a yoga teacher. Why can't you get a discount on clothes for me? Well, I'm pretty sure it's because they, if they did that, then they probably not make as much money since they overcharge right. so much anyway. Bullshit. Anyway. Um, so anyway, we, the point is we, we ended up spending probably an equal amount. I imagine if one of us, we, we talked about it at the end and it was kind of break even, I think. I think I spent more. Oh, really? No. No, no, just, no. Okay. Anyway, we, we, we did not, I did not spend more. We probably, it probably was about the same. Right. Um, and I, I imagine if one of us spent way more than the other, then, you know, we would figure it out. Um, but, but I was thinking about this because I think some of this is actually built into some divorce decrees, like to clothes shopping, like clothes and, shopping and, um, and we just didn't get that granular right or wrong. That's just the way we, we kind of just split things down the middle, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. Um, also, I don't mind taking the kids shopping. Well, right. You know, it's not like, a big deal. Like I, I had to write a passage. I remember doing it as a yeah. kid. And I remember, you know, I may not have loved school, but I loved going no, and, I agree and getting with new you. stuff. And yeah. so, um, again, Sadie is really into that. And she gets, she was, has been talking for two weeks about going close, you know, first day of school shopping. For right. She picked out her outfit. She was taking pictures of it before she even owned it. And then put them on TikTok. And then put them on TikTok and then sent them to you. Eli, I'm like, do you need any clothes? He just like grabs it and shoves know. it into know. a ball. I'm like, well, let's go, to, let's go buy a few things. Fine. I don't care. Um, but also, Eric sort of spoke to this a little a minute ago about how all the clothes either tend to end up at your house or my house or... They disappear. I don't really understand. And and we've talked about this before. We're not ones that say, you know, the clothes that you buy, they they have to – like the clothes that Eric buys have to stay at his house and the clothes that I buy have to stay at 
my house. I mean, I don't even know how people do that. Well, and it's at the end of the day, all it does is punish the kids. Well, right. Because the kids have to like remember, wait, did I buy, did mommy buy this? Did daddy right. buy this? I mean, like, I can't. Do people do that? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember seeing somebody like unloading clothes at like camp pickup, like pulling the clothes out of the bag. That were go to one yes. house and something like that. Really? Yeah. So that's probably not doing divorce the best. Um, anyway, so also like it's like the it's like the sock in the dryer. Mm -hmm. They just um, this is this is a good segue to another item mm -hmm. that I think Eric has some hot sports <laughs> opinions about. Um, I remember, and again, Eric didn't listen to anyone or gave off the vibe that he does not want any unsolicited advice. I think I'm getting better about it, but. Uh, again, uh, I had some friends that would say, make sure to include this in your divorce decree. But one thing they said was make sure that Eric buys the cars for the kids. Make sure 16. that's when they turn 16. Like make, make sure that's in the decree? Make sure that's in the decree. And not just one person told me that, a couple of people. And then I was like, well, hang on. Uh, I thought about this. And then I was like, and reminded myself what a ridiculous bubble we live in because, hey, guess what? Getting a car is not, you know, a guarantee. Oh, you turn 16, you're getting a car. No, 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 no. That didn't, that's not how it works. So, you know, hopefully we'll be in a position to get the kids a car and we'll, we'll split the car or Eric will pay for more because he has more money. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But, um, Getting a car is a luxury. So I think a lot of times when you're negotiating your decree, a lot of it is like how you can stick it to the other person, mm -hmm. especially the person that makes more money. And yeah, again, we were not thrilled with each other during that process because it's not fun. But I did have to remind myself that like, hang on, let's not be assholes because not everybody gets a car. Maybe they'll drive my car if they need to go out with friends or whatever. Probably now, see, not. And, and I agree with, with 100% of that. Take a deep breath. Okay. <sighs> yes. Namaste. Namaste, yes. Um, to me, the message here, the, the real um, the takeaway for me is that don't listen to your damn friends. Well... I think who mean, think who think that they may be doing right by you, but they're not being they're not doing right by your divorce. Right, they're reliving their they're reliving yes, their I, shit. Right, I totally and, agree. And with I you. can I can just tell you that if you had come to me and said I want this in the divorce well, decree, I, that I, I'm not I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, 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 in, yeah. in that scenario, it would have made things very different. Yeah, we wouldn't be sitting here today doing a divorce done well podcast if I felt like you know this whole thing was going to be, let's stick it to Eric for every last penny I can get out of him. So these people who are giving you this advice, hopefully some of them are listening and hopefully some of the people who are considering a divorce or who are listening to friends, maybe take a step back and say, I'm not going to try to stick it to my ex or I don't need advice from my disgruntled divorce friends. I feel like you're super like taking this personally. Why wouldn't I take it personally? It's it's a it's a shitty thing to do to I think you're not doing your friend any favors. Right, but I, the point mm -hmm. of this whole thing is that you're going to get feedback. It's inevitable, but like Yeah, and the I, and the, the further point is tune it the fuck out. Okay. Well, that's great, Eric. <laughs> you don't need to listen okay. and do everything your friends right, but, tell you to do. Right. 
I understand. Yes. It might, you, it might, they might think it's coming from a good place, but it's not helpful. Okay. And if I would have done that during our divorce decree, then things would not be going well. Love, Eric. Well, I'm just saying. Um, okay, I think we'll uh, move on from that because that's just a little awkward. Um, no, awkward. I think it's. I think it's good advice. You don't. You just. Right, but that's not the, the point. The point the is point. filtering feedback no, that the you po- get the from The point friends. is realizing what is. Um, How about you can you can both can be the, the, the points. Okay, great. Okay. We live in a bubble. Not every kid deserves a car. That's that was the point for me. Yes. Not and my point was a little bit different. Yes, a little bit more aggressive. All right. So let's move back to the back to school logistics. <laughs> Eric's bet. Okay. Um, so uh, <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. I okay. told you I was going to. I told you I, I was going to delve into like, that topic. I know, but I was like, maybe you just maybe not be so aggressive about I'm it. Not aggressive. Okay. All right. Cool. I think there are points to be made. Okay. Let's let's move on. All right, uh, back to school logistics. Okay, so today, so um, just a reminder, should we probably said it at some point. Stephanie's- Oh, our custody arrangement. Custody arrangement. Stephanie's days are Monday and Tuesday. Mine are Wednesday, Thursday, and we alternate every uh, weekend. And we stick to that. And we stick to we the weekend We try to. Thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but this week was different. So I took the kids on vacation last week, um, came back Saturday. Stephanie left for work, a work trip on Monday. Monday. So I kept the kids uh, Monday and Tuesday this week, and Stephanie has them Wednesday and Thursday. So today was the first day of school. Um, I guess there are some parents who would be like, screw that. I'm not, you know. And so, and so the point was, Stephanie asked me to switch days with her because right. she was going to be out of town. And I do this. I have to do this a lot. I, I do travel for work. Um, and so it's not uncommon for me to say, hey, you know, I try to schedule my work you stuff. Do. You do. You, uh, I don't have as, you're the boss. I don't have yeah, as much boss. luxury of doing that, but you really do try to. I do, I do try to, to, to travel on the days I don't have the kids. I right. can't always do it. Um, sometimes I come back. Sometimes there is a Wednesday when right. I just, I need an extra day. So anyway, you were traveling. Um, and I guess the point is, um, I would have had them today right. for the first day of school, and um, I guess there are some couples, divorced couples, who would have been like, "Your uh, loss, your loss." I will, I'll keep them Monday and Tuesday for you, perhaps. But uh, I'm also, but keeping, I'm also going to keep them right. Wednesday and Thursday. And um, we don't, we just, we don't do that. Um, would I have liked to have had them on the first day? Yeah, but did it bother me at all? No. And the reason it didn't bother me is because Stephanie brought the kids over at seven twenty this morning because. I insist on taking lots of pictures and uh, torturing them, torturing them, and embarrassing them. But um, if you didn't, we wouldn't have them. Just you know, the I give you a oh, hard I know. time. Because- oh, we would have four pictures. <laughs> we would have nothing for the montage. Uh, <laughs> All right, for Sadie's bat mitzvah. Uh-huh. Oh, you got to start. Going to be twenty-two on minutes. Twenty-two minutes, Randy. <laughs> um, so. Uh, uh, so anyway, that's just just another, I guess, what example. And what do you have here about? Um, well, I was just saying that, like, you knew it was gonna. It always evens itself out because you're traveling. Yeah, I'm, gonna I'm glad be, you read through this. Before. I did read it. Okay. I read it through it a couple times. Okay. But you just you have you have. This is our run of show today, by the way. And it, Stephanie has like, Stephanie does all this, um, but it's she she has it like word for word. 
and I can't follow well, I this, and I also can't barely see better. it. It is. It's really good. But then I look at it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't say those things. So Also, you... Eric refuses to ever really, like, do the run of show, so really he shouldn't be complaining. Though you did, you did, you did do a lot this week. Thank you. Okay. Um, anyway, the point is you're, we, it works itself out because... Yeah, because I'm going to be traveling, and I'm going to be gone for a couple of weeks uh, in September. Right. And um, Stephanie's going to have the kids out the whole time right. and the dog. And um, I guess, you know, again, I don't know what you – I guess if you don't get along with your ex, you hire a nanny or something to come stay at your house. Like what do you – I guess no. that's what you – What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't take the kid – there are people that don't take their kids if, if the person is – I think it. so. Oh, no. Yeah, I think we know some of those people. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So we basically, uh, our best advice is not to use this as punishment to your ex, right. you know, just to say, you know, I'll take them for those days. Because it evens out. Well, they all point, evens it, out. it all evens out. It comes out in the wash. So right. don't be so inflexible. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're totally all over the place. We today. are. This is, this one is, uh, no, I think it's good. Uh, it's good. Okay. So Something else I wanted to talk about, um, it's not really related to school, but I wanted to share because it just happened. A good friend of mine mentioned to me, mostly because her sister is divorced, and it's, um, you know, divorce for kids sometimes, well, for adults too, can be a bad word, you know, like an illness or something where you whisper it. But um, what she told me was that when her daughter has a friend whose parents are getting a divorce, you know, ask them about it. Like, how is it, you know, going to two houses? You know, I don't know if any of Sadie's friends have ever actually asked her about it, and maybe we would worry, like, don't ask her, you know? Mm -hmm. But this friend of mine overheard the conversation between her daughter and Sadie, and she said, you know, what? How's it? how is it, you know, with your parents' divorce. You know, and they're good friends. Maybe if it was somebody that Sadie wasn't that good of friends with, she wouldn't have responded. But she was honest, and she said, which, you know, is not a surprise. Um, you know, it's okay for the most part, but it's hard when you have two houses because we're always leaving things at the other person's house, which, of course, broke my heart because, again, like, they don't choose this. Mm -hmm. And in an, in an ideal world... You know, we wouldn't have two houses, but this is where we are, and this is the reality, which is another reason why we try not to make them feel bad. Right, and that's the whole point of why we do the podcast. Is, right. Uh, and we do this whole thing is you make this as easy on your kids as possible. Yeah. And anything you do to kind of um, do anything that's not that um, because you have your own shit or because you got your own anger about right. whatever um, – you're just not doing right by your kid. Yeah. So. And I'm we've slipped up. Something. And we've slipped up too. It's not like, uh, you know. But anyway, I guess uh, what it showed me is that, you know, if your kids have friends whose parents are getting divorced, like, you know, tell them. Mm -hmm. Ask them how they're doing because I bet that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And I think like it probably made Sadie feel good. It probably did. She, she needs to talk about it a little bit. I know Eli... Eli's got several friends who ask who, him, who ask him, and yeah. also who have. He's got several friends whose parents are divorced. Yeah. So. And um, their situations are, you know, everybody's situation is different. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know that Sadie's friends talk about it with no. as much. Girls as Eli's are different. Mm -hmm. You know. 
That's a whole other also, thing. Also, Eli is more of an open book than yeah, Sadie. Yeah, totally. So it's kid-dependent, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's our podcast today. One thing I wanted to Good bring, podcast. Yeah, high five. Um, so we have a couple of guests slated to come on, but I know we're not supposed to talk about them. One, But I know we're planning to have a divorce attorney on at some point. So we'll let you know when that's happening, probably the day of, <laughs> because you just never know. But I, I will say, because it's confirmed and she bought her ticket, um, this is funny. So... I am a real Housewives franchise fan. Probably you may have guessed since I stalked Carrie Duber to come on our show, which I'm very grateful that she did. I mean, I also because she had a relatable story. But um, I, I will believe I will believe it when you get the Countess on. Right. The Countess has had like four divorces. Right. Don't you think she's got some things <laughs> that she could bring to the table? Right. Totally. So you get the countess okay, on, yeah. I'm I'll, all I'll in. get on it. I'm not really sure I would want her on. Oh, I would. Really? Yes. Okay. Anyway, I follow the real, a lot of the Real Housewives on Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, Eric is a closet Real Housewife watcher. Only, Only New, New Jersey. Jersey. Right. Only New Jersey. So anyway, I was looking at Sonia Morgan's Instagram page. She's on the Real Housewives of New York. And she was talking about a book that she had just read called There's Been a Change in Plans by this woman named Amy Coco. So I was like, God, that sounds like a really interesting book. So I typed a response and said, oh, my God, I must read this. And then Amy, the author, responded and said, let's connect. And so we connected offline, and she's amazing and her book is awesome. There's been a change in plans. You guys must read it. It's I will, hilarious. I will confirm, Eric read it. I read it in like three days. It's a very quick read. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, she, uh, Amy's very self-deprecating, yeah. and I found myself chuckling at. Yeah, it was lots very funny. Um, it's a memoir, but you know, I know a lot of it is true. Anyway, she's coming on September 9th. If she cancels, then she cancels. But you should still read her book because it is hilarious. So I just wanted to give her a plug. She's not paying me. But she's kind of like a new friend. So anyway, there's been a change in plans. Check it out. Um, yeah. And we have a little bit of uh, feedback today, guys. Oh, good. Guys. Yeah. yeah see we you. have, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Karen Immerman Kasanoff says that uh, y'all are very funny. Uh, and, Thanks, KK. And uh, <laughs> Scott Bennett says, good shirt, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Authon gang. It, this it, is oh, everybody right. who, who grew I grew up, up on with on my street. So. Uh, let's see, it, it, can Todd Dudnikoff maybe call in, or Jeff Julius, or Joel Schweitzer, if you're out there and you're watching. Oh, God. What? That call-in number again is 972-881. I know, we should have a call-in number. Uh, anyway. We want to put people in there. Okay, you're right. I don't trust any Right. Of them. Okay, so thanks for joining today. Um, we had some interesting dialogue. Eric Speck got a little heated. Um, might need some therapy after this. Um, and we will be back August 26th. Yes. So we will see you then. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.